Are you tired of the cookie cutter approach to education that's stuck in the last century? Are you seeking a win-win situation where your family thrives, your kid's education is revolutionary, and you still get to chase your own dreams? Welcome to Unschooled Unleashed. Unlock your child's genius. I'm your host, Matthew Jarecki, an unapologetic rebel dad and promoter of what many consider to be educational anarchy. You know the world isn't going to be won by those that just toe the line. It's the innovators, the visionaries, and the resilient spirits that are going to thrive. Our mission here is to forge those world changers within our very homes with less stress, energy, and time. Unschooled, Unleashed starts now. Welcome back to another fantastic episode of Unschooled Unleashed. Um, I really appreciate you guys tuning in every week. We we are uh, we've grown like crazy, and I really appreciate it. Uh, we're in pretty almost all fifty states. We're in countries all over the world. Big news: we've surpassed uh, a thousand downloads, and we actually did that weeks ago. Um, which is incredible to me because I'm pacing a podcast that I learned from didn't even get that, get a thousand episodes uh, downloaded that fast. We've only been here a couple months. So if that tells you anything, and we only have, uh, this is episode 18 right here and we've surpassed it. So I, I think that's pretty good. We, we have uh, uh, about 50 subscribers to the podcast, which doesn't sound like much, but for a brand new podcast, that's huge. And uh, any podcast that's able to bring in about, at least according to my research, uh, was, that's able to get 50 downloads within the first seven days is in the top 50% of podcasts out there in the market, period. And we're right around there with 50 subscribers, which is incredible. Uh, so I really want to express thanks to you guys. Uh, it's for you. It really is for you. And I really, 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 really hope that I can interact with you in some way. We do have the Unschooled Unleashed Facebook page. So feel free to look that up and join it. I'm on there every once in a while. I like to ask questions. We don't have a lot of members right now. So if you want access to me, that's a great way to do it. I do have some plans to uh, open up more access to be able to talk with me if you find my advice, my thoughts helpful. Technically, I don't give advice because I just want to talk about my experience and what I know. And I hand that off to you to do with what you will. I can only put myself in your shoes so much. Uh, <laughs> so I can only speculate on what you should do. But I can give you what I think. And I think that's pretty cool. Uh, also, the homeschool rescue program uh, is available if you want in-depth, uh, a little more of a structured approach, a way to help you come up with how to live your best life and <laughs> help your kids live their best life too in their education. And, you know, that's kind of the theme of today's episode. So with that, I'm going to stop there. Let's jump into the episode. Welcome to another fantastic episode of Unschooled Unleashed. I'm your host, Matthew Jarecki, and today we're going to talk about balancing our personal pursuits, our personal ambition with home education efforts. <laughs> How can we educate our kids at home and 
still be able to focus on things that are important to us as parents outside of just our kids. And I think that's an important thing. I think it's important, one, because we need to model what a great future looks like to them, what success looks like. And for me, success is achieving a result that is personally important. So I have a goal that is meaningful to me and I achieve it. Now, I'm not going to get everything I want, but I mean, we're on this, we get one chance at this world and I would like to think that I, I went after everything that I thought I might have a chance at. And a lot of, I I don't want to harp on parents here because that's not my goal, but I think that a lot of parents, a lot of people in general have a lot of excuses, including, well, I decided to home educate, so I couldn't go after any of my personal ambitions. And I just think that's such a limited way to view the world and to shut off all our ambitions for 20 plus years or at least 18 years or close to it. I mean, that doesn't seem like, that doesn't sound like a life I want my kids to live. I want them to be able to go after what's meaningful to them. So I have to model it myself. And that's one of the things that we talk a lot about here on Unschooled Unleashed. So we're going to, gosh, I got a whole bunch here because this has been my life, <laughs> how to balance all this. Um, we're going to talk, we're going to, I have a lot of points here. So let, let's just dive in. So first, we need to embrace that we have dual roles. We need to acknowledge the benefits of balancing our personal pursuits in home education. And I think the benefits are we get to do both and we can do both, that all our effort doesn't have to be put in just one bucket, that we have many buckets in our life uh, and all of them deserve attention and any neglected will cause issues. Um, We need to establish a growth mindset and fulfillment in both realms. I really do think that's important. Personally, I have just become a stay-at-home dad. My wife officially went back to work this week for the first time since our kids were born, since before our kids were born. I've been the one providing primarily, or not even primarily, that's I've been the one providing the entire time. And she stayed at home with the kids. And that's worked out very well. Um, I took a nice little sabbatical, started some businesses after I was done with that. And uh, now she wants to go back to work. The kids are old enough where they don't need you know, mommy, I mean, I, <laughs> mommy's always important, of course, but, uh, daddy, we could deal with daddy now. <laughs> they're not screaming at the top of their lungs when I hold, when, when they're not with mommy, you know, their mommy hands the baby off to daddy and they want mommy. That's, that's kind of how it at least worked in our household. So now I'm, now I'm in charge fully, not just not me and my wife. It's just me for the most part in charge in charge, uh, responsible for ensuring that my children are pursuing, uh, allowed to pursue an education that's meaningful to them. Uh, meanwhile, I decided to start businesses. I've decided that I was going to start acting and a lot of other stuff. I mean, we're doing a bunch of stuff. I'm in the, uh, I'm going to, uh, AI artificial intelligence bootcamp also. 
I mean, there's a lot of stuff that I want to do in my life, and I don't think it's an either or. I don't think they're mutually exclusive. I think that you can do both at the same time. So embracing that and accepting that, having that growth mindset, like I'll learn how I'll, how I'll figure it out, and, it, and start slow, start small, and then just start to walk forward. I think it's very important. It's very important. We can't delay life in perpetuity. There is a seat. There are seasons for things. Don't get me wrong. We have callings. Things aren't fun. We have a passion for something or you know one thing or another that leads us to something that maybe we don't want to do, but it's the wise thing to do. But I don't think that living a life in neglect is a wise thing either. Uh, moving on. You need structured flexibility. <laughs> Anyone who homeschools their children knows this. <clears throat> Implement a structured and flexible daily routine. Uh, we don't want to be too rigid. We also don't want to be too unstructured to a point. Kids thrive off structure. Younger children thrive off structure. We need to be able to adapt to accommodate both personal and educational activities. Now, in our, our family, we, we, we know routine is important to not just the kids, but adults too. So uh, I go for a daily walk. And now that we have our little doggy, I go take my dog on the walk. Uh, our kids, they do creative play in the morning and, and they do uh, math at the table during the afternoon, you know, around one or two in the afternoon when they've gotten all their energy out, they moved a lot, hopefully they've gone outside, that kind of stuff. I also do regular workouts. I think it's important to take my physical health uh, seriously. I think we all should, because especially in 2023 when it's so easy to not do it. We're sedentary and we don't eat right and we're flooded with advertisements that say not to eat right. I think it's important that we do uh, things for ourselves and we don't put any one of those categories of our life in neglect. Um, that, that's going to be a recurrent theme in this. Uh, next Next little piece of advice or how we do it here in the Jarecki household is we have to have teamwork at home. And that's not just with the parents, but also the children. We all have to work together. We all are a family unit and we make sure we emphasize that. We encourage family members to support each other's goals. We, <laughs> we share uh, educational responsibilities within the household. It's not just and of course, if you're an unschooler, you know this, and you know I'm an unschooler. Uh, with my our household is an unschooling household. We put it as the we make it the responsibility of the child to figure out what they're interested in, and then they are responsible for diving in. We of course encourage them to do things that we know will be meaningful. I don't think we shouldn't give guidance. We point out where it might be important to know a certain topic, but. Uh, we don't force them, right? But we, we put that squarely in their lane. It's their responsibility for figuring that out. And then we support them along the way. Uh, we assign responsibilities between parents with us too. So you know, going along with the teamwork at home, we, uh, my wife has her agreed on responsibilities and I have mine. Now that's shifting as she's going off to work and we've kind of flipped where I used to go to the nine to five. Now she is. Uh, 
I inherit some things and maybe she takes over some other things that might are a little bit easier for her. Uh, of course I got my, my, my own businesses that, that I'm conducting. Uh, so it's not like I'm not doing anything other than educating the, uh, helping the children with their education. But, uh, yeah, it's just a conversation. We need we need to make sure we're working together, and that requires communication. We also communicate with the kids. You know, things get to get things need to get done. There are things they can do that will help sustain the household. So we assign chores. So we do it two ways. We one have just daily or daily weekly chores, things that they're just responsible for, and they don't get paid for these. This is just this is like adults. You have to pay the bills. You don't get paid for paying the bills. You just have to do stuff. I think it's important to help them recognize that you need to have, that you need to just do things to maintain. But we also have chores that they get paid for. You know, they go to work. They find something meaningful out there that they want. They want a video game. They can work to get it. Uh, So that's kind of how we do chores. And the chores also, guess what? Help mom and dad. It's some of the stuff that they do on a regular basis that maybe the kids can do. Uh, so take it for what it's worth. We also have conversations as a family to see what is important to them. And then we try and support it. We try and help each other achieve their goals. We work as a family. You know, we're not much different than any other family. If, you know, older brothers picking on younger sister and younger sister screaming at your older brother and all the nonsense that goes on in the household. But we really make sure we try and emphasize that we're a team. You know, we're... We work against, we, we treat each other just how we want to be treated. We can work against each other in this house. We can work for each other. Anyone who wants to go over and change the rules, we can change the rules in the whole family. Every single time I bring that up, they don't want to do it. And that's understandable because it's a lot better to be treated how you want to be treated. Therefore, we all have to do it. And I think they accept that. So teamwork, teamwork, teamwork is what I emphasize with that. Next thing we do to uh, support education, home education, and uh, our, all, our aspirational goals as parents, you know, with the kids too, is we have to have effective time management. That's right. We have to get to time management mastery. <laughs> and, you know, that's something that's always kind of aspirational to a point because of why we want to stay flexible. We also want to manage our time effectively. There's a lot of dead space in between, you know, just try and get better. Employ effective time management techniques. You can, you can get a program that will help you do this. I personally have found the most success with the way my brain works with the uh, Tony Robbins program uh, that he uh, talks about setting goals and then coming up with the results that you want. Really, it's not goals. It's come up with the results you want to achieve that are meaningful to you and then work backwards and start planning it into your day. Uh, of course, it's a lot more than that, but uh, that's essentially what it is. We also need to prioritize, and that's something else that he teaches in the program, is prioritization and not doing the things that aren't important and how to go over and do what he calls net time, where you get two goals achieved at once. And I think that's pretty cool. We we do, in our household, we do a lot of time for activity, and then we either do it or we adjust and we leave a, a, some dead space within the day. I think that's very important. We found that we have to shift stuff quite a bit. We also write out what is important for our day, week, month, year, five years, and decade. 
Uh, we also look at our lifetime, but really if you go a decade or more, you're talking about lifetime goals in my opinion. So this has been very important to me. And one of the reasons I'm doing this podcast is because this was a meaningful goal to me. It, I'm not making any money off this podcast. Uh, you know, the coaching business, of course, is uh, related to this, but uh, this podcast doesn't bring in any income at this point. So this is just me. I just got a lot of questions from people and I want to help people. I was telling people about different things and it was about a two or three hour conversation to really get them to understand why we did what we did and how we did it. And by the end of the questions, it seems like, wow, we're getting asked the same questions all the time. I want to help people. Let's just get the stuff out there. I can tell them to listen to my podcast. So it was a meaningful thing to me to help people. Uh, but we, we, we do, I'm getting off topic. <laughs> we write out what is important to us for the day, week, month, year, five years, decades. So what I do, what we do, uh, as me and my wife, we, we really don't do this with the kids cause they can't see that far out is we'll look at what a decade might look like. That's very, very hard. What does your thirties look like? What does your forties look like? What do your fifties look like? For me personally, forties, I'm 43, uh, I'm an entrepreneur. I'm not just an entrepreneur. I'm a serial entrepreneur. Not just that. Of course, the theme of today isn't just about uh, pursuing your personal interests. It's also about home education, right? Your kids. So also, I want to enjoy my family and have them get a phenomenal education at the same time. That's what my 40s are about because by the time I'm in, my 40s are over, their education is uh, nearing the end or is over. In the next five years, for me personally, I'm going to have a stealth luxury RV. Yes, I will. We already bought the box truck. I'm actually going out to Oklahoma City to go grab it, drive it back to Cleveland uh, this coming week. And we are going to convert that box truck over to a luxury RV. So if any of you are interested in hearing more about that, please reach out to me at the in the uh, email in the link. It's Unschooled Unleashed at gmail.com because if I find there's a lot of interest in how we're doing that, what we're doing, and if someone else maybe is interested in having someone be a, how do I say, like the general contractor of making, of, of creating this because it requires a lot of work and I've done a lot of work to figure all this out, you know, email me and uh, maybe that's something uh, we can do for you. Uh, also started this coaching business, Homeschool Rescue. And, you know, that's something in the next five years, it was important to me to be able to help others. It's all about helping others for me. That's what I've decided my life is, is to help others. How do I serve others? So when we talk about like lifetime, I want to serve others. How do I do that? Well, I do that by doing entrepreneurship and investing in my family in the next five years. That means converting my uh, box truck into a stealth covert luxury RV, uh, start a coaching business amongst other things. Hey, we got it going on. Then what I do is I now have my five-year goal. I know what I, where I want to be in five years, max. And I go over and I look at my year and I plan out by the month what I'm going to do. We got to stay flexible though, guys. But you plan by the month. What do I need to get done in this month? Be realistic. And then you go over and every week, again, this I'm giving you advice. Take my advice or leave it. This is what we do. We plan, then plan by the week and we break it down by the day. And that's how you make small steps towards your big goals. And hopefully by the end of this life on my life, my deathbed, I said, I can say, yeah, I did it. 
I took advantage of every opportunity that came my, came my way that I could do. I wasn't scared. I was bold. I invested in the right things, meaning things that are meaningful to me. And that's not just a stealth RV, stealth luxury RV. It's, it's also uh, my family, relationships, all that stuff. All of it's important, guys. I, I personally had a lot of uh, parental figures that did not have any friends growing up. I just didn't see them have friends. And I don't think that's healthy. So I invest in friendships as well. You know, those are things that I also write down goals for. I know that kind of sounds weird and goofy, but I want to make sure I'm investing in things that matter. And that's why I think it's important to kind of plan that out. Uh, Next, we delegate and outsource. Guess what? Leverage. That's what it's called. Leveraging. (laughs) We're delegating. We're outsourcing. We're finding someone else who can do the job as good or better than we can. And you just got to find different ways to do that. So this is going to free up your time. You especially want to do this with things that you're not necessarily very good at. I think that uh, those are the first to go. Things you don't enjoy, things that suck your energy away. At least as I sit there and think about what, what things what I hand off, it's not the things that I'm, I really enjoy that I'm super good at. It's the things that really take away my energy and make my day, my day miserable. Things that I don't, don't enjoy doing. So those are the ones you really want to get off your hands if you can. Uh, one of the ways you can do that is just utilizing community resources to ease... Uh, home education, because they got stuff out there, you know, uh, with us personally, what we do with the community resources is we do uh, homeschool co-ops. That's what we're currently doing. However, the kids didn't want to do any of the classes. They just wanted the extracurricular stuff that went along with it. So we'll do that. But online programs, school, after school programs, we take advantage of those. For the older ones that we don't have, man, you can get in college pretty young. And we just talked to a homeschooling family this week and they said their daughter's off to college at 16 and she already has her associates. She's 16 years old and just starting. I think that's pretty incredible and you don't get those kind of results uh, outside of homeschooling, unfortunately. Now, some really practical things that you could do and I'm just throwing stuff out there. We don't do any of this, but some things that are on the table should we need them, especially since I'm not that great of a cook, is a meal prep service. Someone who can just do this for us. And I don't want to see my wife working her butt off and still holding all the responsibilities because she's a fantastic cook. Healthy, everything. I mean, she's the complete package with that. Uh, I don't want to see her overtasked. And if it makes financial sense, we would go with meal prep. We were just talking about that today. We're playing it by ear right now. A maid service. You know, if that's something that you don't like doing, if you have a hard time keeping up, maybe it's something you put off. Laundry service, hire out editing for a podcast is something that eventually I will do as my uh, businesses continue to grow. Uh, and I'm sure you could think of a million other ideas. Next, uh, setting and revising goals. Setting and revising goals. I think that's really important, and we we touched on this uh, a little bit with time management, because I think for me, 
goals are a part of the time management you got to prioritize right but setting and revising goals i think is very important in that you look for the result that you want if that's personally personally meaningful you set it review it revise it and then you go out and achieve it right you ensure there's alignment between your personal pursuits and your educational objectives at home while you have these kids doing your home education uh, you can even have goals for the home education right I, i'm not a big fan of setting goals for someone else uh, particularly since i'm an unschooler and that would kind of go against it but we can uh, set goals of exposure to certain things for example we want to get them to the museum twice a month we want to get you know we want to go to the zoo once a month these kinds of things are things you can do uh, we personally do weekly goals and review our week and review our goals on a weekly basis at the very least now we of course there's weeks where we can't do it when i was out doing the hiking thing if you uh i don't know if i updated you guys i went out for a uh an overnight hike in the middle of nowhere, West Virginia, in the mountains, in the National Park, and crossed a river, went up to the top of a mountain, slept a night, cooked some food, and drank a cup of coffee on the mountainside, and headed back down. Um, got lost a couple times because it was in the middle of fall and we couldn't find our trail. <laughs> I didn't do it that week. I didn't... I didn't uh, get everything done because that was a big time commitment uh i also got a tooth infection which is a whole nother story right after that and uh yeah to be continued on that one but i think it's very important to have weekly goals and then kind of plan out that week daily uh, breaking it down by the day and then plugging your in into your calendar to make it real and then you review that at, at daily celebrate your wins and uh review your goals at least on a weekly basis to, to to plan out your week and you really want to celebrate out your week too celebrate as much as you can when you make these accomplishments it's it's what makes it worth worth it one thing i do want to point out is you want to have all your goals written down i have tried to find a million ways around this but there is none you anything that stays in your head will cause anxiety if it's important if you know you need to uh, let me look to see what's on my list here Go get the box truck in Oklahoma City. Uh, you got to write it down. Otherwise, you're not going to have it top of mind uh, when you come to get create your plan. Because guess what? I also have my artificial intelligence boot camp. I have to do my acting class that I've committed to. I need to call a friend. I need to clean the bathroom. I need to get the weeds in the front. I need to trim the bushes. I need to find a dog coach to help with the training of my dog i need to figure out any kind of health problems that i've had and investigate those i need to build shelves with the boys i need to uh find a contractor for the box truck to raise the height i need to da 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 da, -da, -da, -da. see how the list goes on and you keep that all in your head and you're it's going to create anxiety because your body knows you're going to forget it one of those things will be forgotten potentially or, or at least you know out of the span of the week one of those things will be forgotten and all of a sudden you have a hard time prioritizing you forget stuff and all that you really need to have somewhere that you keep written down whether it's on paper on a marker board or on the computer that you're able to review 
on at least weekly basis as you plan out your week uh, all the goals that you want to achieve. And the only way you're able to prioritize that is if you know what you where you want to be in the future and what you want out of uh, each area of your life. And maybe I'll make an episode one time about what the areas of my life are. And there's there's a lot of good stuff out there. If you want to at least get the basics of that, look up, uh, I think, it's Zig Ziglar's Wheel of Life. He, he did some good stuff with that. He might have even come up with the whole concept. But uh, y- you got categories of life, and you got to make sure you're maintaining, them, maintaining all of them. Otherwise, they're going to start affecting the other ones. For example, if you don't maintain your financial life, well, guess what? It causes stress in your marriage. You fight about money. All of a sudden, your kids are affected because uh, we don't know if we have money for Christmas this year. And you see how that works? They all kind of are intertwined, but they're all kind of separate. You need to pay attention to all of them because they all are a part of life. So write it down, guys. Um, mindful moments. That's what I call this next one. Allocate time for self-care and reflection. Self-care and reflection. Do things that bring you serenity, peace, you also got to reflect on what's going on. You know, times where it's just calm. Put the phone down, right? Maintain a positive and balanced household atmosphere. That's one of the ways to do this. Uh, slow down every once in a while. I know my Apple Watch tells me to do that. Take a couple deep breaths, that kind of thing. Take advantage of those moments. Uh, journal. Go for a walk without a device. Just focus. Close your eyes. Focus on breathing. Go through affirmations. Tell yourself who you are. Speak to yourself, right? Go through prayer. Thank God for what you have. There are people, I mean, every single time I start to feel like, man, my life so hard. There's so many barriers. I sit back and I go, maybe there's someone, I mean, there are people within proximity to me right now sleeping out in the cold. It's a cold day in Cleveland. You know, we're heading down, heading down into the 40s as we uh, head into fall, as we are in fall, I should say. And the rain and the cloud cover comes and it just, man, it's nice to be inside, bundle up a little bit. If you have a fireplace, turn on the fireplace, snuggle up, watch a movie, do, do the Midwest thing. Uh, man, I'm so thankful for those moments when there's people outside trying to stay warm. And I don't have to deal with that. That's pretty incredible. Um, Be thankful for those moments. Reflect on those moments. And I suggest you do that daily. All right. We're uh, going to stop there. I still have uh, a lot more points to make. The advice I was given by a listener uh, (laughs) was to keep these episodes in in chunks of about 30 minutes. So I'm going to try and do that. I... I'm on the fence about whether I should just complete an entire thought and put it in a big, long episode or have consistency with about 30 minutes or so episode, you know, 30, 40 minutes, 25 to 40 minutes, somewhere within there. Uh, I think I'm going to try and do the consumable 25 to 40 minutes max episodes. Really, I'm going to try and keep it right around 30 minutes, plus or minus five minutes uh, is the goal. So if, if uh, you have an opinion, please reach out. I'd love to hear it. Uh, this isn't just my podcast. This is yours too. I'm doing it for you. So uh, with that, 
I'm going to stop there. And what I want you to do is stay curious, stay unschooled, and you guessed it, stay away from the algebra nightmares. Catch you in the next episode. Parents, are you terrified your unschooled child isn't learning enough? Or are you a homeschooling veteran eager to level up by incorporating in unschooling principles? Maybe you're newly venturing into homeschooling and already doubting your decision. Whatever the stage, overwhelm is real, but it doesn't have to be. I'm Matthew Jarecki from Unschooled Unleashed, and I've got huge news. I'm thrilled to introduce Homeschool Rescue, Unschooled Unleashed's signature coaching package. Whether you're all in on unschooling or just dipping a toe, this tailored coaching package is your roadmap to a confident and thriving education no matter how hectic life gets. Bold moves make bright futures. Join our homeschool rescue coaching program through the link in the description and set your child's genius free. So here's where we roll up our sleeves and bring out the big guns. If you support our mission, then please leave a review. On Unschooled Unleashed, we are talking about using a radical approach to education in today's world, and the more five-star reviews we have, the more people will feel comfortable with the ideas, strategies, and principles we discuss. It gives legitimacy to our message, and the podcast's algorithm prioritizes us so we can reach more people. You may even have your five-star review read on our podcast. Before I let you go, I have to pause and say this from the bottom of my heart. Thank you. Your presence here is the fuel that ignites this movement. I am incredibly moved that you trust in us enough to click play. You, my friends, are the caped heroes in this story, the guardians of your family's learning journey, and a beacon of hope for your community. Be bold. Do what you think is best for you and your family. Thanks again for tuning in and taking this courageously outside of the box for this educational revolution. Welcome to the front line.